Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Winning. Pick. Weekly. Smith for the win. K. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome to the NFL Divisional Round of the 2023-24 playoffs. Hell of a super wild card weekend. Yeah. Moving games around, so we have the that double Monday night. I mean, just honestly a nice little treat where it felt like football was never going to end last week. Maybe it's because I almost lost every single bet. <laughs> maybe that's why I felt like it wouldn't end, but maybe because the best games... Or actually came down to Monday, right? And the most storylines with the Eagles and stuff. Anything you want to talk about real quick before we get into the divisional? Any any anything about the teams that lost that you want to talk about real quick before we get into the divisional rounds? Like Eagles. Teams that we lost. I'm I'm a little upset I talked myself into Dallas. Uh, I thought Green Bay was alive in that game. I came on here and I said it. I talked about it. Aaron Jones loves to play in Green Bay. First touchdown, two touchdowns. He went nuts. <laughs> upset that I got sucked into Dallas. If I didn't have Dallas, I would have went five and one last week, would have had one of the best playoff wildcard rounds I would have ever had in my lifetime. Other than that, I did pretty good. Uh, I liked I liked the games. I thought they were all pretty good. I, I think if you were surprised by the Tampa Bay Eagles game, you haven't been watching football the last few weeks. I thought that was pretty straightforward. I wasn't really surprised by anything. I don't know about you. Were you surprised by anything? This first the round, Browns, I guess, maybe how, how the Browns and maybe just how bad Detroit law or uh, Dallas lost. Like I thought Green Bay was live. I thought Green Bay could win the game. I didn't expect them to kick the shit out of them like they did. Yeah, the, definitely the Dallas game was surprising for me, um, especially at home. Like versus Green Bay, this was supposed to be the game that Dallas wins at home, and they say, "Oh, look, we're back." You know, but this this is a you know a beat up Green Bay team at home, and then they're going to get smacked next round. But yeah. They didn't even show up the first game. So that was surprising. Cleveland, to me, I thought they were going to be live all playoffs, man. What happened to defense Same. wins championships? What happens to defense? Their defense is historic. Their defense sucked last week. So that was a little surprising to me. But, you know, let's jump into this first game because you know how I feel about Houston, man. I, I love Houston. <laughs> and it was tough for me that Houston and Cleveland played that, that same, you know, played each other in the first round. But here we are. Texans plus nine and a half at Baltimore. And the slate is shorter. You shouldn't really have three best bets out of four total games, right? I have one best bet here, and it's Houston. It's Houston plus nine and a half. Uh, we got Marlon Humphrey after the Ravens. We have Dalvin Cook coming up to the lineup. They didn't play last week. Houston's on the roll. C.J. Stroud is the exact type of quarterback that gives this Ravens defense trouble, right? It's He is mini Lamar Jackson, as crazy as that sounds. He probably, I'd probably take him over Lamar Jackson. And that might sound like overreaction at this point because uh, Lamar Jackson was MVP, but 
man, CJ Stroud College was so impressive, and he's been so impressive already to this first year with a rookie coach. Like, we're not putting that into perspective. I love Houston, plus nine and a half, best bet of the day. I honestly think they're alive. I, I, I really would not be shocked at all if Houston wins. And a little foreshadowing here, I can't believe that Houston, Baltimore, and Green Bay, San Francisco is the same exact spread. Like, I will be so shocked if Green Bay were to beat San Francisco. If Houston were to beat Baltimore, I'd be like, yeah, like that's, that's how the season's been going. Houston's just been really good. So sticking with this first game, Houston money line is live for me, but I'm, I love the nine and a half. I can't believe we started it off this way. My best bet of the weekend is Baltimore, minus nine and a half at home. Everyone forgets, everyone disrespects these Baltimore Ravens. These guys are just unbelievable. They're the best team in the NFL. They are going to walk to the Super Bowl through Houston and then Kansas City, all at home. CJ Stroud, yeah, he looked great last week against Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns. This ain't Joe Flacco and the Cleveland Browns. This is on the road at Baltimore in the cold. The purple camo was going to be everywhere. This defense is going to be buzzing. It's just the, the clock's running out. Houston's had a great season. They've had a great story. This is real, this is real, this is real football here. This is this is this is a regular season stuff. This isn't they're gonna throw 40, 50 points on this team. Baltimore's gonna come out here and absolutely destroy these guys. So like I said, Baltimore, best bet. Nine and a half. People are running to the gates. That was a quote coming out of Las Vegas today. People run to the gates like Houston is free money at plus nine and a half. 62% of the bets right now, 61% of the money right now on Houston. And Las Vegas is just sitting back saying, you idiots, you dummies. This is exactly how we want to set it up. This is exactly how Las Vegas makes their money. I think Baltimore is going to absolutely kill these guys. Um, it looks like John Harbaugh is 13 and 7 against a spread in the playoffs since 08. Pretty nice. Yeah. Um, so I'm with you there, but I'm, I'm going to stick with Houston. And rolling into next game, I have the same logic for picking San Francisco as you have for picking Baltimore. Like, I'm, I, I'm flip flopping on this game. It's nine and a half Green Bay at San Francisco. And almost want to mimic everything you said. San Francisco is the best team in the league, in my opinion. San Francisco is going to walk to the Super Bowl, in my opinion. And they're going to absolutely demolish Green Bay. Like, this isn't even a game. And, and like, honestly, like, I can't believe the public is more towards Green Bay. Nothing about San Francisco tells you they're not going to absolutely railroad Green Bay. Like, just because of last week's Green Bay, because they killed Dallas, now we're getting a little excited. This should be easy. Easy. Nine and a half. San Francisco. They have the best left tackle. They have the best player in Christian McCaffrey. They have playoff experience with Brock Purdy. Uh, they have the best tight end in the game. Uh, they have the best defense in the game. I, I, they're the best coach. And the only thing here, Greg, is there something that I'm missing where Shanahan and LaFleur, is there like a shit, like, I, you know, there's like that weird circle going on where McVay beats LaFleur. It, is there a Shanahan beat uh, Michael LaFleur thing in the circle here? Because that's the only trepidation I have. Yeah, I mean, no, the trepidation is not warranted here because Shanahan beats LaFleur. Same okay, 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 so we're good. I just wasn't uh, sure. I wasn't yeah, sure who in the circle. <laughs> rumors are, too, from what I've seen, they don't really like each other too much. They're both out of the offensive guys out of the system. They're both supposed to be offensive geniuses out of the system. It's the Shanahan system. 
and Michael Ford maybe thinks he could do it a little bit better. Hasn't been the case. This is another thing too. Like my some of my buddies, one of my buddies just getting into football. So one of our friends is a Dallas fan. So he's talking about, oh, Dallas, you know, they lose every year in the playoffs. And he's like, what do you mean they lose every year? Like, how, how can there be these storylines in the NFL where teams change, circumstances change, players change, all these things change, but yet Dallas just loses in the playoffs? I can tell you what, Dallas loses to Green Bay in the playoffs. We've seen that story multiple times. Aaron Rodgers, incredible throw, maybe one of the best throws you'll ever see in the playoffs. So last weekend was all about like, oh, if you like this, go back and watch these highlights or go back and watch these games. One thing that happens in the playoffs is that the Packers beat Dallas. The Packers lose to San Francisco. And yes, things change. Aaron Rodgers is no longer Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers cannot get past San Francisco in the playoffs. I think they've played three times. And all three times he's lost. Sometimes in San Francisco, sometimes in Green Bay. San Francisco just beats Green Bay. Nine and a half. I'm laying the number here. Makes me a little nervous. I'm laying in both numbers with the big time favorites. The one seed's coming back. I think people forget about the one seeds. I think they're so <laughs> recency biased on what they saw last weekend. I agree to with me, that. To me, your point, the 53% of the money, 53% of the bets on Green Bay makes no sense. Same thing with Houston. Just like, why are people on this? I think it's because they played last week and they look good. These one seeds are going to come into town and just absolutely destroy both these teams. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with San Francisco again, but the, the, the Baltimore thing, it's just something about them. Like nine yeah. and a half point favorites just well, doesn't their, smell their right. thing too. Their storyline too is that Lamar Jackson doesn't win the playoffs. Yeah, that's, that's their storyline. They don't win the playoffs. And now the nine and a half was good. Lamar Jackson hasn't been so. It's just a lot for me. I can see yeah. them winning the game by four. Like this is yeah. Again, just I'm sorry to go back. It should be like five and a half to me. Yeah, that spread and this spread should be fifteen and a half. <laughs> that's that's kind of how I was able to pick uh, both these games. You know, even though they have. The crazy spread, but yo, that's a fun Saturday, man. Yeah, that's incredible. a fun Saturday. All four of these games are awesome. I love this next one coming up. That's okay. I'm glad you said that because this is probably my least favorite game of the entire slate. Well, I think it's uh, gonna be fun. Uh, so you think it's gonna be fun? Talk to me about it because it's Tampa Bay. It's plus seven or six and a half at Detroit, and they're six and a half slash seven, which means, in my opinion, they're begging you to take Tampa Bay. Um, this is an interesting game, man. I think Detroit's obviously better, but the question is, man, are they are they this are they playoff better? Like last week, everybody's talking about how you know the Rams, the Rams, the Rams. Detroit's minus three; they didn't cover. Uh, you know, so it was the Rams. The Rams are the right side last week. Um, now we have Detroit again, minus six and a half slash minus seven at home. They're Greg. Okay. Listen, I know we're Jets fans, but wasn't Detroit just a little too happy? Just a little, like, it wasn't a miracle on 34th Street that they won that game. Like, everyone's yeah. having, like, oh my God, this is the best. Yet. Like, dude, you just won a playoff game. Like, let's relax a little. It's amazing. It's impressive. But, like, we, we all acted like it was a miracle they won. Kind of. <laughs> they haven't done it in 15 years, right? But they're favorites in the game. So yeah. it, by that same logic, where favorites here, it wouldn't be that impressed that they just win the game. Then that that number is crazy, and the six and a half is crazy. So this is like a hold your nose, don't like it at all. Gonna take Tampa Bay to cover, and we'll see what happens. But if Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans on a contract deal who's dropping passes, and you know White running the ball, and like 
and Todd Bowles, like if that team wins, I would be shocked. Like I'm going to be like, wow, that is out of left field here. Yeah, can so you I'll, Todd Bowles in the NFC Championship game and like we're sitting on the sidelines, can't even make the playoffs? That's so bad. That's so he's bad. On the two conference championships since he's left the Jets, that'd be tough. But like in actuality, I do see San Francisco versus Detroit NFC Championship game. I see that. Like I see those red, red versus blue. Uh, uh, old guys uh, versus. What? What's up? I could see Green Bay going to Tampa Bay. I, you know what I mean? I could see it. Oh, oh baby. that would be Green the worst. Bay. That would be the worst case scenario I've ever seen. Imagine that would be Tampa the worst. Bay hosting an NFC Championship game next weekend. Yeah, I can't. I I cannot imagine that. Actually, that's why. I, that's why I see. That's why I see. All I see is red versus blue. San Francisco, Detroit, the best two teams in the NFC all year. Right? I mean, that's that's how that's how it kind of shakes out for me. But I'm taking yeah. Tampa's. I'm taking Tampa with the spread, just to cover. But I do think it's going to be Detroit, San Francisco. I'm glad you like that game, though. I mean, you're excited about that game. I'm not yet. I'm I'm getting the the underdog to cover. And Detroit to win. So in my scenario, actually, it is really exciting, <laughs> right? Like if, if, yeah. what I, if what prediction were to happen, but I just for some reason, I don't know. All right, last Green, game: Green, Green Bay plus three thousand, Tampa Bay plus thirty three hundred to win the Super Bowl. Just saying, you're you know you're two games away. <laughs> yeah, you might be, I, I think I think those two games are are mountain. I don't think it's a hill. I think it's a mountain to climb. Easier for Tampa Bay though. Easier climb for Tampa Bay, you know. Green Bay. I guess it's, it's half a dozen either way. Green Easier Bay. If you, if, you slay, if you slay the 49ers this week, then it's like, all right, now we just have to go and beat Tampa Bay or Detroit. You know, but that's the same way. If if Tampa beats, if Tampa is able to advance and somehow and they're bracing Green Bay, I mean, what a great bet. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's like the NBA. Not to get into it, but the, you know, that's why the first, the the third place. Uh, versus fourth place makes a huge difference because you get to avoid yeah. uh, the first place team. So like it just makes a huge difference. Like yeah, uh, and that's kind of how it shakes out here too. All right, last game. This I'm glad it's the last game. First of all, of the weekend, it's the best game in my opinion. It's Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game. That is the most insane stat I've ever Crazy. heard in my life. That is really, really impressive. More impressive than them winning in minus 30 degree weather where 15 fans were hospitalized with hypothermia or slash frostbite. There's rumors that even Mahomes got frostbite um, and some players are on the field that like aren't really being reported. Yep. That's wild. You know, we were joking around being warm, like, oh, that, that's so crazy. I'm so happy that wasn't just because I really would have been tempted to go. But yo, minus 30 degrees, that's crazy. I just wonder how they are able to bounce back from that. Like, how do you bounce back from playing at minus 30 degree weather? You know what I mean? It's crazy. It, it, it's, just, it's just like your body is probably... I can't imagine how your body feels, you know, this week after that game. On the other hand, we have Buffalo. Again, people shoveling snow for them. And as crazy as it is for, in my opinion, for Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes to have their first road game on the road, how crazy is it that the Buffalo Bills are hosting a divisional playoff game, Greg? All because of Kadarius Tony. Yep. You know, that that Final. offside hurt around the world actually matters. <laughs> like it's so crazy. Like we're all like, oh, who cares? This is football. Like that stupid offsides where they scored a touchdown change where this game is played, which is a huge advantage, right? It's plus two and a half for Kansas City. It would have been True. opposite. Right, if it was obvious, if it was uh, in KC, in my opinion, 
when he's on this game, dude. I, man, I, in my opinion, Greg, before, I, I think Buffalo deserves it. I think Buffalo this year deserves to get over the trend. They have been resilient all year. They have had the craziest injuries throughout their linebackers, their safety. Everybody's injured for them. And yet, somehow, some way, they figured out. Stefan Diggs, I feel like, didn't catch a ball for nine, nine weeks. And all of a sudden, he's back, right? <laughs> like, Josh Allen running for 100 yards, it felt like. Like, they just feel like they're going to will their way to a win. And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Greg, Kansas City, especially this Kansas City team, is not ready. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To win a playoff game on the road, and especially, and I would say, especially looking at the teams left, this is the number one home field advantage in the, in the playoffs left. The Buffalo Bills at home. Yeah, them in Detroit, I would say, are right out there, one and two. Yeah, to your point, I think it's just interesting that it's, it's Mahomes' first road game with possibly his worst team, possibly going to the hardest place to play in, what is this, the, is this the trilogy? Is this the third big-time <laughs> matchup between Kansas City and Buffalo? Is this the rubber match between the two? There's always, like, always controversy, right? Like the, last year, they should meet the OT rule. This is the biggest, this is one of the biggest storylines. Again, to my, my friends that are just tuning in to the NFL, like go back and watch Kansas City Buffalo last year. Go back and watch Kansas City and Buffalo earlier this, this year. year. Like this is like <laughs> this is the storyline. This is a top tier storyline in the NFL. This is, you know, a Star Wars type trilogy. Like this is big time, you know, get the popcorn ready type game. That's why it's Sunday night prime time for the playoffs. Um, I think it's Kansas City all the way. I think Kansas City comes out here plus two and a half. Patrick Mahomes, I think eight, one and one as an underdog in his career. Plus two points on the road. I love the points, taking it money line. I just think that it's just Buffalo is just too injured. They're too one dimensional with they have to run it with Josh Allen and that's about it. Yeah, other people are getting involved. Kincaid gets a little involved in the passing game. You know, they get some pass plays here and there, but Josh Allen ends up forcing it. Josh Allen ends up committing turnovers. It's just a story as old as time. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. But unfortunately, I don't think anything really changes too much. I think it's the same story we've seen. And I think all the storylines are going to be, you know, Patrick Mahomes and his Kansas City team going into the playoffs here, going into that divisional round or that championship conference round, one game away from the Super Bowl come next weekend. I mean, KC versus Ravens and then San Francisco Lions. Again, top top four teams all year. Right? I think KC's the only question mark there, and it's good that KC's playing Buffalo because I feel like whoever wins there is the second best team in the AFC. Yeah. Right? It's just, just the way it's been working out. True. So, man... I just re- I just really believe that KC, this KC team, the worst possible KC, the worst KC team we've ever seen with Mahomes. Like, this is it yep. right here. And they're playing against the Buffalo Bills, who this is not the best team they fielded. However, maybe the best playoff Bills we've seen. Honestly, it might be. 
except for the overtime, you know, loss last year, which, Greg, would it just be poetic justice if they, this game goes to overtime? Casey being on the road in overtime gets to choose the coin flip. Yep. So that's the advantage there. They 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 lose the coin flip. So Buffalo gets the ball, scores a touchdown. Yet now Kansas City has an opportunity to get the ball back because of the Buffalo overtime rule change. Kansas City scores. Kansas City gets a two-point conversion. Game over. Like, that is the most poetic way for this game to end, for this divisional round to end. So I am I'm, I'm, that, that is, if I can take a parlay that way, <laughs> like somehow do the same game parlay where we have like, you know, game goes to overtime, yes. <laughs> KC yeah. wins. Uh, you know, two-point conversion by KC, yes. Like somehow get that parlay uh, sure to go through that. Fucking that. Vegas has something like that. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I want, Greg. So I'm going to roll with Buffalo here. I think they deserve it. They're home. And Buffalo Bills Ravens is a fun AFC Championship game. Yep, it's not. That's not. That's not out of, out of this world. I think Ravens. I think the Texans are going to cover. I think Texans could win, but I think it's going to be Ravens Bills. And I want to see Mark Andrews back for the AFC Championship game. That would be fire. And I think Ravens are going to go to the championship. I think it's going to be Ravens versus the Forty ers Just like everyone's been saying all year, the rematch. And we'll talk about that when we get there. But that, 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 that's kind of how I see it playing out. That's always how it is, Greg. In, in the NBA and the NFL specifically, the best two teams all season long usually make the championship. Like, that's just yeah. usually how it is. Not, it's not like that in the MLB. It's usually whoever gets hot. It's almost exactly opposite in the NHL. So <laughs> if you sneak in, then you have a chance. If, if you're, like, top of the NHL, you have no chance to make it to the, to the cup. The NBA and the NFL usually shakes out where the best teams from both conferences make the championship. So that rounds it out for me. We have only San Francisco together, which means that Green Bay is going to cover. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, I have Houston. You got Baltimore. I have Tampa. You have Detroit. That's my hold my nose. And I got the Bills. You got KC. Do you have it? Do you have, you have a teaser or? A Hail Mary here. I really don't. I'm just going to take all four of these teams, ride them together. Um, tease, I would just take all the points, honestly, <laughs> if, if, uh, if I'm taking a teaser here. But I'm not going to take a four-team teaser. You have yeah, anything I'm, going? I'm, yeah, I'm looking at So on FanDuel, I've been scouring this all day long today. There's divisional, like there's specials for the divisional round this round just this weekend. But there's also playoff-long specials. So I put three in earlier today, and I think I'm going to put two more in right now as we're talking. The three, or maybe three more. The three I put in earlier today, Christian McCaffrey to record 300 yards in the playoffs, plus 290. Kittle to record 200 receiving yards in the playoffs, plus 300. And Debo Samuel to record 250 yards, plus 460. So again, with those, you know, you're expecting San Francisco to be around, to keep winning. Um, if they don't make the Super Bowl and they still hit their numbers, they do not count. They essentially, I think, have to make the Super Bowl in order for them to be eligible. Some of them were saying explicitly, some of them weren't. So um, 
I'm not sure exactly if it's all of them or if it's just some of them exactly. It's something that's new that I've noticed for the first time on FanDuel this year. I like this. I, I like these types of bets and stuff like that. I'm definitely going to be doing more of them. Um, the three that I'm thinking about now, I wanted your input on. I don't know if I should double down on Debo. Debo to record 100 rushing yards is plus 1,500. Over the, over the rest of the playoffs. Over the rest of the playoffs. You get 30 yards this game. You're sitting pretty. You got two more games to go. You need 60 rushing yards, 70 Let rushing yards. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question here. Kind of, you know, like answer your, answer your question with another question. What's Debo's over under rushing this week? My guess, literally without looking, is 18 and a half. Like 12 and a half or 18 and a half. Those numbers, that's kind of how his rushing has been all, all year, his over under. And he usually either crushes it or he's like right around the number, like right under. Yes, that would be, be my only trepidation with Debo Samuel. Except they are trying to win, and they're going to use all their stops. I just, I don't know. I'm nervous about. I'm nervous about his rushing. Does he have all-purpose yards, like rushing and receiving? Not in this. It's just rushing. His rushing is 16 and a half. Yeah, it's. It's. I'm telling you, those those numbers have always been like that all year out for him because yeah. I've always been throwing around his rushing yards as a prop. Like, I would always add it, and it would always kill me. He always crushes it, like, in the first quarter. Or it's tough because, Greg, those end-around screens that, you know, are usually, like, a loss, like, a six-yard loss is minus six yards. Yeah. And it's tough. And, like, that always happens once or twice a game. So that, that's my honest opinion about Debo. I love Debo, but that's, that's my only, like, worry. It's okay. not as easy as it sounds. You so I'll, I mean? scrap, I'll scrap that. Two other ones I'm looking at, because that's all heavy 49ers. Again, I think it's going to be 49ers, Ravens. In the Super Bowl, so Zay Flowers to record 300 receiving yards is plus 3,700. I think Zay Flowers is number one option. I think San Francisco is going to be able to throw the ball, or four not, or Ravens are going to be able good. to throw the ball. That's I a think good one. Houston is going to be a high-scoring game. You know, I think the Kansas City is probably going to be a high-scoring game, or Buffalo is going to be a high-scoring game. Let me ask you so. this. Let me ask you this. Are there? And this is abstract. Are there Isaiah likely? Stat uh, over unders here because with Mark Andrews coming back, I'm sure people are excited to bet Mark Andrews. But how much of a decoy is he really just going to be? I mean, he got injured this year. He 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 shouldn't be playing right now. Yet he's back. I still think Isaiah likely is going to get a lot more involved than we think. No likely, no likely stuff. Yeah, I would I would yeah, put it either if I was Vegas because that that might be the winner. Yeah. So Zay Flower plus three hundred, and then my final one, Lamar Jackson four rushing touchdowns. It's the playoffs. This is I like it. that. What's that number? That's my favorite plus, bet you've set so far. Plus five thousand. That being the most is the most interesting thing I've heard. I thought that'd be Crazy, the least right? amount. Yeah, because you can get two this week easily, and then all you need is one a week for the next two games. Yeah, and if, I, if the Ravens are in the Super Bowl, if the Ravens are in the Super Bowl, Greg, the logic here is I'm I'm actually going to take this bet because if the Ravens are in the Super Bowl. Yes. The logic is that Lamar Jackson has at least scored one rushing touchdown. Yes. At least one. At least one. But you're banking on two. Right? One a game? Yeah. That's all you and need. then if that's the case, Lamar to score two touchdowns in the in the Super Bowl is going to be like plus 300. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. like, you know, like or plus, plus 350. Thou- maybe plus 1,000, but you got <laughs> yeah. 5,000. Yeah. Right. Um, I like that, actually. I'm gonna yeah, the last that. thing I was looking at here for my, for my true Hail Mary for just this round and I don't think I'm going to put anything in right now, is just uh, like 
a cluster of like four guys, and it's like three of them have to score two D two TDs, something like that. And they're like they're like plus ten thousand. Mm. So it's like uh, here, let me read one off here. Where did this go? You know, uh um, Christian McCaffrey, Gus Edwards, Nico Collins, Travis like Kelsey. The only two touchdowns out of all those. Yeah, three of those guys have to score two touchdowns. Yeah, I've seen those bets on FanDuel. I feel like they're always a scam. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, I don't mind taking those. But yeah, yeah I I'll like probably take one or two of those at ten bucks, fifteen, twenty-five bucks, and just sit back and relax and hope for Christian McCaffrey and Zay Flowers and George Kittle get two touchdowns. So yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. All right, that wraps it up for the divisional championship round. I can't believe the conference championships are next week, Greg. It's crazy. I can't believe the Super Bowl is in two is in two weeks after that. Man, yeah, there's only seven football games left. Disgusting. And a flag football game yeah. <laughs> in between. <laughs> that should be fun. Shout out to Jeff Ulbrich, Jets defensive coordinator, coaching yes. the Senior Bowl this year. That's fun. Um, especially because we're not drafting a defensive player before the third round. So, and that, and so the Senior Bowl will kind of give us some insight into those later rounds. That's pretty good. We'll see what happens there. Knicks are rolling. Marcus Stroman in the garden. I have a question, Greg. Completely off topic. College football over. It was so weird when Shohei Otani was like reintroduced into LA when he went from the Angels to the Dodgers. Like he's not going to go to like Lakers games and stuff. It was so weird yeah. as if he hasn't been there for five years. And now Marcus Stroman doing the same thing. Marcus Stroman going to the garden yesterday, getting introduced. He's literally been here for like, I'm so confused. Like, yeah. is that, do you have thoughts of that as a Mets fan? Like, they're not doing that for Sevi. I would feel so weird if all of a sudden Severino's getting like treatment around, like, you know, like going to Islanders game and getting like, you know, a Rangers game getting, you know, hyped. It's just weird. Yeah, I don't know. I like Strowman when he was on the Mets. It just seemed like it ended poorly. It seems like it ends poorly everywhere Strowman goes. So, seems like it's a him thing. Yeah, well, I hope I you know, hope you guys are the best. It's weird like that. To your point, like one, uh, Shohei is weird because it's literally the same town. I mean, you're, like, you're thirty <laughs> minutes, twenty minutes away, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but also like for him, he left and he then he, now he's back in New York. So maybe you do that something that. that. Sev, yeah. literally just never left. He's just in New York. <laughs> Sevy would be like Otani, straight up. Yeah. Like if all of a sudden he's like he's like getting introduced at the U.S. Open. It was in Queens. It's like, what, I've been here, bro. What's going on? Yeah, my borough over. Like, what are we doing? There's <laughs> <laughs> weird stuff going on. NBA trade deadline coming. Spicy P just got traded to Indiana. All those Obi fans. I don't know. Uh, Obi was the best player in the world all for the last three weeks because the Knicks traded him. And now, all of a sudden, the Pacers put him on the bench, and now it's okay. I don't yeah, know. Now just weird stuff. They want to contend, so they have to go out and get a small forward. <laughs> yeah, power forward. Oh, he can't, he can't play defense? Oh, all right. All right. Yeah. That's it. A little quick, little quick recap of sports. Trading Grimes. That seems to be hot. Yeah. Trading Grimes. So I think, uh, I think being a big Jets fan for so long and like a Knicks fan and like being able to read between the, the tea leaves. If something comes down the New York Post in the yep. morning, it's propaganda. Like that is literally what it is. So I think the writing's on the wall for Grimes. I think, uh, this came out from the New York media, like from the New York Knicks. 
yep. through the New York media to kind of get the fan base ready to go. Like somebody like you, Greg, a casual Knicks mm-hmm. fan, at the, ver- at, you know, at the very most, you're a casual Knicks fan. You yep. know about Grimes getting traded or Ben shooting guard. Like, yep. that's what they wanted. They wanted to put it out there. Now we're over it. It's been 48 hours. And now when we trade Grimes, it's not a big deal because we're not going to get anything of significance back. We're not trading Grimes for a superstar. We're going to trade Grimes for a bench player and everyone's going to be super mad about it. So here we are. Like, that, that, that's what's going to happen with the Knicks. All right. I think it could be somebody like Gordon Hayward, to be honest with you, that nobody's talking about. We'll see. We'll see when we get there. I think we just need a backup center, but that's just me. I think all the Knicks need is Andre Drummond, and we're fine. Yeah. Everyone else thinks we need, like, Terry Rozier or Alec Burks or Tim Hardaway Jr., I heard. Oh, disgusting. Tim Hardaway Jr. comes back to the Knicks for the third time, Greg. I'm going to have to so Alec Burks have a nice season in Detroit. Alec Burks would be nice, but it is would be weird trading out Grimes to get Alec Burks back. Yeah. Like, that would be... That would be and Alberg's on a contract year. Like, that would just be a tough, tough yeah. little swallow. <laughs> that would be like the most jet straight of all time. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so that wraps it up for a divisional championship round. See you next week. Conference championship. We out. Winning Q Weekly Twitter. Let's go, Jets. I guess. <laughs> <laughs>